Welcome to Fucking Candyland, hosted by Rampage and Gemini. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Candyland, fucking our last episode of season one. This feels really big, like a really big moment, a really big chapter. I also really feel like a transformation just personally. Um, It's funny that you say that because I pulled um, a dark goddess card before we started and I got Isis for resurrection and it was talking about being a phoenix and like evolving from situations that are holding you back and limiting you and to take charge of your energy and to stop giving it so freely and then complaining and being in a victim pattern. And so you saying Phoenix, when we got on, I literally was taking a second to join the call because I was pulling that card. And I pulled make a vision board and spirit was straight calling us both out. Cause I know we have not made our vision boards that we've talked about. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Spirit, we hear you. So an amazing thing happened that I want to share. Um, it was so beautiful. So every month I get this witchy box. It's called the witch's roots and they sometimes will pull a card for you. Sometimes they'll send you a card deck. Like they just send you little magical items. Well, last month's box had, I guess, got shoved in one of my closets and I never even opened it. I took it out of the UPS, you know, wrapping, but I never actually opened the box itself and went through the box. So I was using December's because I'd went on a couple vacations, so I hadn't used it. So I opened it and there's like this Yule spray and there's like this beautiful candle. And so I was doing all this magical work the last couple of days and I decided to use my moon magic deck that they sent me probably like a year ago. And I pulled a card and it said that, my words were of beauty, love, and compassion. And, and that is like, you know, who I am. Like, that's me. So I was like, I'm going to put this on my altar. I'm going to do like a self-love spell, all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, put it on my altar. Well, then I'm going through all my herbs. Like I told you, I was going to go through all my magical stuff and see what I had. So I found like, I had mistletoe. I had so many things. So I did some stuff last night and I had this card and I was feeling the vibe. Well, today... I decided to like go through a different drawer and I found last month's box. They picked a card for me from the moon magic deck that just so happened to be the identical card that's on the altar. I have a video of me realizing that last month they sent me the card that's literally setting on my altar in a deck that they sent me like a year ago. Talk about mind blown. That's fucking cool. So they have, I think it's cool to get a witchy subscription box where they send you decks, first of all. But I think it's a smart business move for you to have a deck and then for you to include the cards in your box so that people are like, oh, I need this whole deck. Well, they do every month. And then just so happened for December, I got two cards. They gave me two cards. I don't know if they meant to or it was like, you know, whatever. So it's always like very monumental. And one of my good friends um, has also subscribed. And we every month are like, you know, talking about the box and stuff, but I've been doing it for about two years and I absolutely love it. They send oils, they send sprays, they send incense every month. They send a hand rolled candle made out of beeswax every month. Like 
They do the you thing. You need to send them this clip and see if they want to sponsor the fucking podcast. <laughs> Facts. Like, I'm literally blown away. I am blown away about that card because I was just telling my friend about it and they were like, that's fucking weird. And I was like, it's crazy. Like, that's mind blowing. I love, I love the coincidences that are never coincidences. And one of my favorite things is there's never coincidences in magic. Like, and everything is ironic all of the time. Like, oh, I was just talking about that. Like we just had with, you know, you saying the word Phoenix and that deck coming out. Well, yeah, I absolutely love everything about this year's closing. I feel like since the winter solstice, it's been super magical. Like the last like week has just gotten like super the like super potent, I guess would be a good word for me. Like everything, like last night I was doing a reading for myself and I saw the card in my head and I said it out loud and I flipped it over girl. And it was the card. It was the card. I was just like, let's go. So, you know, like that got me hella excited. And then that thing happened today and I'm like, okay, we're on one. And I have to tell everyone that it's like really real. I love when you are, pulling cards for yourself and you keep on pulling like the same thing and then you get a reading from somebody else and that's what keeps popping out I keep pulling the magician for myself and then it came out in three different decks when I just got a reading from somebody today and I'm just like oh okay we're here with the same energy yeah I absolutely am just like really gonna get back to doing my organized like spell work and I'll and I'll give give your friend Sydney a shout out straight up the way that her aesthetic is with her spell work makes me want to be more aesthetically pleasing with my spell work and not like a hot mess like I do. And um, I literally make messes with it. Like it does not look pretty. Like it doesn't look like I'm going to take a picture of this and use it as content. It looks like, well, wow. You know what I mean? But it gets like the job done. It works fine. But like that spell I did this weekend when that jar shattered in glass flew all over my altar that was pretty intense it's been an intense weekend it should be an intense weekend it's also like I feel like holidays because everybody is and especially this one this time in particular I feel like all the photos of everybody's holiday that I'm getting on my timeline are super positive and everybody's so excited to be around their family and um, people are, everybody's like, you don't have to have a big Christmas and whatever. And it's just been like this whole bubble of like actual like love and peace, you know? And I think that when so many people have their energy geared towards that one thing, it really affects the collective and everybody's energy is just different. And that's what I think people feel about like, quote unquote holiday cheer is literally everybody just trying to have like everybody is focusing on having a different vibration and being thankful and like having love and like doing for other people and that's when I feel like more synchronicities come into place for us too because everybody's energy is on that thing I'm also noticing just like you know like as we hit the winter solstice like as soon as we did my house plants like a bunch of their leaves just turned yellow and are like gonna die now and I'm like I like looked it up and it was like just in the winter naturally plants just know that they need to go dormant and like they'll just lose some leaves like naturally and like they were like normally it's some of the older leaves and like two of the leaves that are dying right now on my monsteria are like the older leaves and it made me think about like 
the old parts of us that we like put rest to because sometimes like people are literally reliving those cycles over and over and over again and they're never really breaking free from that mindset or that reality or that timeline and I love that you know you and I and the clients and the people that we that we work with are really able to like elevate together in our own little collective because I don't get as easily influenced as the like with the outside collective as much that's why I stopped doing as many like free collective readings and live readings which I know we've talked about but people don't realize how draining and exhausting that is to just be in a huge ass pool of people's energy and how much better it is to be in a more intimate setting with people in a community space. And I think that it's just crazy, like what people go through at the holidays, just like the greed and the anger and the trauma and all that. It's disgusting. Having people around you, I feel like that are bringing you back to reality is super important because, you know, that collective community that you and I build too, there's also, it's also built on like a trust to be able to be honest with each other in the sense of like, for you and me specifically, as an example, if I text you, if you're telling me something and I text back something that's like, like negative or unnecessary to say, or just like, it's obvious that like, I'm in some mindset you'll quick be like, oh, we're going to look at it from like this way, or don't be thinking about it like that. You got to think about it like this or whatever. And I think that that is something that's really beautiful about the communities that we have is that trust to be able to be like, Hey, like I noticed that you're doing this, like shift that and not in a positivity, like I'm going to shove rainbows up your ass, but in like a realistic, like struggle if you're struggling, but like, let's find the silver lining so that you don't get stuck there. What I love about you and I is I can literally feel like I have already heard you say something and then you'll say it, but I haven't heard you say it. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's just like we are on this wavelength of just completely elevating where we used to be and where, you know, like the thing that I want to tell everyone is like, you don't lose the low points of life. You just don't sit there and like, you know stay in that energy and like let it get you down and let it take you back down memory lane and ruining you know ruin your life or whatever like some people don't realize that it's okay to sit with that uncomfortable emotion and then let it go and go on about your week or your month like you don't have to let it ruin like everything all the time you know we some things are out of our control I was looking back so you know those videos that you do of like 2022 has come to an end and then you do flash like pictures and videos so I just posted one on TikTok and it was so first of all I didn't realize this but January 1st of this year is when I colored my hair red and so it was that way the whole year and I didn't expect that but I saw all of these moments that like I'd forgotten about throughout the year and I saw these videos of like times that I knew that I was really going through it but you can't tell in the video or like when I look back on like January 1st, I, how do I, I didn't realize how much growth that I had. And I can see all of the moments where I was just inside my head, like, this isn't good enough. I'm not doing well enough. And then now I look back and I'm like, holy shit, like that looks really good. Or that came out so good. Or I was getting my point across. And I just noticed that 
so many things, like I gained so much confidence with that because I just was able to look back and be like, I wish that I'd appreciated that moment because that was a building moment. I wish that I would have rested there for a second because I could have set this up so much differently for myself. And so I see for that going into this, I mean, not even just this next year, but starting right now, a goal is to really appreciate like where I'm at and the relationships that I have with people, even if you guys are far and you're not close by or whatever, and just appreciating that like, my content doesn't have the lighting that I want for it yet, but it's good for where it's at right this second and I'll get there and just appreciate it instead of being so fucking hard on myself. You know, another thing that I want to say about you is I feel like when you took the pressure off of yourself, look how much more creative stuff you pump out. And I was telling Eric about that earlier. I was like, you know what? It's crazy to me because you're able to put out so much like stuff that you're interested about or like whatever. And I know it's like totally a Gemini. It's such a like mercury rolled thing to want to do that. And I'm just like, I have zero desire to do that. Like my mercury is in Taurus and he's like on vacation, like from his regular duties as being a Virgo and Gemini ruled like embodiment. Like when he is in Taurus, like next to Venus, he is like, I'm here with my big sister. Like, I don't have to do anything. Like, someone's going to cook for me. Someone's going to clean for me. Like, I'm not doing that shit. And that's how I feel about some things that I'm like, I just, like, spirit might want me to do that in the future, but I just don't, I don't foresee that right now. Like, because I'm content and I'm happy with the way that I'm doing certain things. But I really would like to get an assistant. I want to find my Mimi. Like, where's my Mimi at? Like, yes. Can I manifest someone that I bond with like Bunny and Mimi and like someone that is as talented and like driven as her and just even inspired to build her own brand at the same time? Like, that's what I need. I need that because I am totally looking for someone who sees the vision long before the vision is tangible. And I feel like that's what I really was that's what I really love. I really love that like Mimi did photos for bunny in the very beginning and like behind the scenes thing. And then it just built more where like she is the management and she like takes care of all the behind the scenes things for bunny. I would love to be able to find the same, like find an assistant. And does her hair. And, and does, does her hair. And like her. does everything. I, as a person though, like I'm not that trusting. And so that's where like, it's difficult for me is, is I feel like I would have to really know you to be trusting in a position like that, where like you have so much control. And so that's why, like, it's always made me nervous to even like branch into that. Unless it like Tawny, if Tawny lived nearby, Tawny or Shayla. I already talked to Tawny about it, about her. I was like, you should really manage your Gemini and I. Like, we should all live together and not live together, but you know what I mean? And like, yeah, dude. No, for sure. Um, I put that in the universe the other day and like I got this number 33 card here, make a vision board. The other day I put that on Facebook and I got probably like 20 different people that messaged me, like that were asking about it. And out of all those 20 people, there's like two, two, there's a boy and there's one girl and the girl I actually know. And she actually 
may be exactly what I'm looking for, for real. And we're doing an interview call, like a little call, just so we can like talk or whatever. But I like know her through creative people, through things. And she has like all kinds of recommendations and she's just really genuine. Like I really like her energy and stuff. So you need that too. Cause like somebody's energy and giving you suggestions for content that you should do and stuff like that. And like, you know, putting words on things or whatever, you want them to have the same vibe and be finding shit for you. That's your vibe. Yeah. Because there was totally some people that messaged me and I could tell that instantly they were more thinking about what I could do for them rather than what they could do for me. And I want to make it very clear. Like this is paid. I'm going to pay people very fucking well because I want you to perform. I want you to do what I want you to do. And if I want you to come and record x amount of content and make x amount of videos like i expect that like that's what that's the agreement and you know i think that a lot of people are not willing to i don't know someone said it best they said not everyone gets to be in the spotlight and you know in the beginning mimi wasn't in no spotlight and now look at her built her own brand you know building her own thing it's like it happens over time in its time you have to show yourself though you have to show who you are and show up right? Put in that energy. Like, I don't know. I feel like the reason spirit takes care of me the way that they do now is because I was willing to do a whole year of free readings through my website, like to anyone worldwide that had booked one, you know what I mean? And I think that was like monumental. I mean, it was set up like once you booked one, you couldn't book another one, you know what I mean? But like your first one was free. So yeah, it was that energy of letting others enjoy when it's their moment and just supporting somebody when it's your, their moment and knowing that your moment's going to come. And I think that somebody who's going to be in like an assistant, like, especially in like a creative assistant kind of role has to be somebody that is like building themselves too. And they're like wanting to learn and wanting a, you know, an avenue where they can be exploring things too, because somebody has total creative control to like, explore that passion of like making videos or whatever for you when that's not your passion what I really would like is more of like a um like a bond that's like a friendship kind of like you and I but like a teamwork thing like not just like okay you're helping build me but like we're helping build one another like we're learning and growing together and like I also want someone who is not afraid to get out of their comfort zone. You know what I mean? So like putting it out there and being able to at least put that intention into the universe. Like I I can see it like in the next like three to six months, I'll find somebody and we'll see how it works. Like, like I was saying, like, I only want them probably like 10 to 15 hours a week. You know what I mean? Depending on the situation and like really depending on how dedicated they are, we could I mean, I could change outfits like four or five times in a day and get a bunch of stuff, you know what I mean? And just be like a photo shoot. You just go do it. <laughs> you just go over yeah. and do it. I love it. I I see that happening for you and hope it's, a, maybe you're going to go to Utah and see Tawny and you're just going to take her back with you and be like, you know, this is just happening. You know, honestly, <laughs> I really think that she is so amazing and I love You know, her. she's freaking out listening to this right now. I loved her little Christmas outfit that she got from your website. Dude. Okay. So I kind of was wondering if it was for her because a dude made an order and like loved, you know, the dudes that support the pod, but I dudes don't really buy the merch generally. It's like 
more female based. And so then I saw a dude and she's like, I told my brothers to like order your merch. And so in the back of my mind, I was like, either someone's rocking out with a goddess symbol, you know, sweatsuit or it's for Tawny. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. No, she looks so cute in it. And um, yeah, dude, I'm just like, I'm genuinely ending this year. Like, so fucking happy with where I'm at in this moment. Like I'm just, I'm grateful that we're closing up season one and we have so much like in store for season two. And I'm excited to just really see where things blossom this next year. Cause we've put so much energy this year into laying a foundation. Another thing that I feel like 2023, considering it's like the chariot year, universal seven year, seven is all about mystical psychic abilities. Um, Saturn's going to move into Pisces in March. Like it's going to get real witchy out here. And like a lot of things are going to get exposed when it comes to um, people with ill intentions, people that are, you know, pretending to be something that they're not that are fabricating things in every area not just the spiritual arena but just in general like there's going to be a lot of things revealed that are an illusion and there's going to be a lot of things that maybe shock people and I feel like laying that foundation and resting until spring if you do not rest until spring and you try to surge into action with plans in the middle of February you will have setbacks this year because with Saturn transiting in March you do not want to make major plans until the world starts blooming and blossoming again until mother nature wakes up you don't want to make a bunch of drastic changes I mean it's good to move forward with your goals and to show up every day and to maybe set new intentions and to start meditating or whatever it is not saying that I'm just saying like don't run and quit your job and and run off with the circus like you know whatever like at least think things through until after Saturn like moves because there could be this thing underlying for the collective that makes everybody feel like they're they're running out of time because Saturn is the father of time so it's like oh my god I gotta start this like if I don't start this now like and I know you mentioned that and I wanted to touch on that you said if you would have waited you could have done it better or differently but instead you try to search forward and charge forward. And I think that that's why Aries season like is the Ram that starts in March. And that's the beginning of spring, like the first fire cardinal sign. And I just think that there's a reason that the rhythm of life is set up like that. Yeah, I agree. I'm really excited that I get to have just like a pocket astrologer and I can pull you out anytime and just be like Polly Park at astrology edition. I need to know if this is a good choice because I do. I always appreciate that about you is I'll be like, hey, I have this idea, blah, blah, blah. And you'll be like, mm, not really the time for that right now. Or fuck yeah, I love that idea. You know what I love about you and I is because there's a lot of people that are psychics and like they're doing their thing and I love that, but there's not a lot of people who are like tapping into the more inspirational, motivational side of it. Like some people are just like, yeah, pull the devil. Like you probably should, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like I just see people's readings and they're so like looked it up on cafe astrology or looked it up on tarot basics and they're just like regurgitating symbols that like maybe don't actually resonate with the current energy and like they don't know how to build the cards with one another and like I don't throw any shame on like giving yourself a reading that 
makes sense to you, but don't offer those things to other people or like act like you know what you're doing because that's really not healthy for some people. Because some of the things that I have to help people work through is something that someone else has told them. It's something that something else has stemmed from. And I think that that's what I really love about our connection is like, we don't do that fear-based bullshit. And like, I'm not gonna tell you that like, you need me every week. You must do this. If you don't, you're going to, you know, lose all of whatever. I just think there's just so much fear-based stuff and I see it with the people that have the bigger followings too. I see it with people who have bigger followings and you know that's something that like I'm really focusing on with doing that class is like I want to really like help to show people how to do your practice and how to research things from and read something that comes through fear-based and to change it and to change the energy to make it your own. And I think that, you know, we are some of the only people that really talk about that because everybody is so like scared to fuck up on things. Like, I can't tell you how many times people are like, oh, I don't do that because I don't want to mess it up. Well, like with everything else in life, you mess it up and you figure it out. So what does it matter? And and every part of life, you have some boundary that you can't cross. Like you can go out into civilization every day, but you can't just kill somebody. So like there are boundaries with everything that you're doing. And there does have to like be conversations where you are not like love and light and only speaking positive and saying that you can never have a bad day. And also like just being realistic. Yeah. Like I know how to deliver a message. Cause I took a bunch of classes like on ethics and stuff a mm-hmm. bunch and I'm real big on delivery. Like I know how to say something to make an impact. That's probably maybe not what you want to hear. It's definitely not what you want to hear, but I'm not going to lie to you either. And I'm not going to be like, like I've straight up told people like some things that probably were super triggering but the delivery is what matters because that's how they're going to process it and I think that I just see so many people and their delivery is just fucking fear like that's just what their delivery is it's like this is the fear-based message you know what I mean and I think that's what's really turned me off from a lot of collective reading and stuff like that because people are so fear-based and even the people asking messages they're very like well, I already know the answer, but I just want them to tell me the answer. Like, no, that's stank booty energy. Like, if you already know the answer, why are you wasting a free question or my time and energy to answer it for you again? So what I can prove myself to you or validate you? Like, no, like, that's not it. Like, no, those people who say that there's always something else that was in your message that they didn't take away because they spent the whole time sitting there going, I already know this. I already pulled this card for myself. I already know this. And so they get stuck in that track and they don't take out the additional messages and you'll find that like, and I'm sure that you already do, but like when you record your readings for people and you send it to them and they rewatch that reading later, they're going to take different things out of that reading that they couldn't even process at the time. So that's what's scammy about doing those collective readings And doing it that way is like, you know, it's such an impersonal experience for them. And it's not like it is when we're like one-on-one or when you're specifically sending them a message that they can go back and watch again. 
I decided this month to upgrade a bunch of people's readings, like random people that booked that have been waiting since November, upgrade them to video chat. And so there's a few people that had like pre-recorded videos or emails that I'm just like randomly upgrading them to like a 30 minute video and like people are freaking out. And then yesterday I just decided to give away a free video reading just cause, and it was so cool because the girl that I picked was just so blown away that I picked her <laughs> and I just, I mean, I, I just scrolled through and just whoever I resonated with, that's who I picked. And it was really, it was so cool. I love that. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like some of the, that girl that I upgraded her readings on Wednesday, um, she booked it on November 25th. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? That's a long, she's been waiting a long time. So I'm excited. I've been doing like, because you're getting, that's because you're getting famous now. Honestly, I'm almost booked to February. Like there's not even that much space for the new year's readings. And once every spot in January is taken, I'll just delete the new year services off there. Right. You know what I mean? Like not going to do a new year reading in February. Speaking of readings, I was actually really inspired. And I, I told Sydney today, I was actually really inspired when I went to go and check out her website because she has like when you book she has these spots that you can like ask questions or you can like put like a specific thing in about your reading and she has all these different ones where like it's not just a general reading but it has a specific so like I got an energy reading and I had questions about like what are my blockages right now like what things do I need to focus on to like realign myself whatever I just thought, and she was able to answer like my specific things because I could put questions in there. And I thought that was really fucking cool. Yeah, I have where you can put a question. I saw her website and she offers so many freaking services. I was like, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I'm like, what do I book? I was so overwhelmed. I, I straight up told her that. I was like, honestly, I've been to your website twice and was going to book two things. And I only ended up booking one. Well, I booked four things, but it was like under one thing. It was a lot. I don't know. And she's like, well, this is the pro package or the advanced package or the extra package. And I'm like, I want the one that's the most in depth. She's like, well, then you want the, the advanced package. But to me, I would have thought that'd been the pro package. So I'm like, I don't know, but your wording, your layering, your 97 options have now put me into exhaustion. So you have to tell me point blank period, which one to book, or I can't do it because I'm confused. Like, and I don't normally do that because I hate when people are like, asking me very simple questions that maybe I've answered 15 places, 15 times, but I'm going to definitely, um, go through and completely redo all of my services. Yeah. That's, that's where I was going with it. I liked the, uh, not that many for myself cause I would be overwhelmed, but adding more things that are a little bit more detailed and not everybody wants like something super in depth. Some people just have like a couple questions. And so I want to start offering that too. Yeah. I mean, I always ask for questions and stuff. And then sometimes like it, it'll be a general read and then I'll text them if I'm feeling frisky and ask them if they have a question. So you never know what you're going to get with me. Like you book a reading and you never know, you might get invited to my wedding. Like you don't know. <laughs> you might get invited to my wedding. You have no idea. Like you may the the godmother of my first child but you never know but I feel like with spirit so many of the people that we're working with now were like destined to come into our life just because like we're all supposed to be friends and in this community and I also feel like what spirit has been 
bringing bringing to light is like how many people I've really left behind and how those people are doing absolutely horrible. <laughs> They're all doing fucking horrible. It's not not because I left them behind, but just because they haven't moved. Like I've been moving forward for the last four years and they haven't moved at all. Type deal. I just love seeing people from my hometown, man. I just, they come up as like friend suggestions and I'm like, oh, you look exactly the same as you did in high school, except the meth stick hit you on the way around. It's actually amazing to me how many people have so much going on that has aged them like 20 years. Like some of these people I went to high school with look old as hell. I would never be upset about somebody from high school finding like my profiles now because I feel like there was such a glow up and like, I don't know, like I'm proud of how far I've come. And like, if you find me, congratulations. Uh, definitely not the girl you went to high school with that was skipping class and getting high with her friends. Well, I feel like everyone from high school I'm probably friends with most of them on Facebook and like still see a lot of their stuff and the people that are doing well, like there's a lot of people that are doing well. And I think that's amazing. It's just like, I see where the toxicity was really holding me back with my friend choices and the people that I hung out with. I hung out. What I've noticed is that I hung out with people who didn't have realistic life goals. And so now that I am just different and I surround myself with people like you who like we are, we all have a goal to like learn from whatever. I see these people in the same town being happy with just having like that shitty little job that like barely pays for a place. And like, that's all that they want out of life. And for some people, small town, like pumping out kids and like being at home for your man is like what you want to do. But for me, I would rather not exist. So like, I can't relate to that. And to me, I'm like, what has your life become? And that might be somebody's dream, but I can't fuck with it. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Not for me. I'm honestly like, I can't explain how happy I am that I got out of the small town that I grew up in. And then the mediocre to small area that I lived in for high school, like, I'm definitely glad that I moved away from the people in all areas. Like I'm such a hermit crab because I don't go places. Like I don't want to be seen. I don't want to go to the bar. I don't want to go where I know all of you all are. Like there's this newer place in Louisville. Mm-hmm. I guess it's been around for a while, but it's called the hub. And I, and I always like see basically like 35 year olds going there and it's like, you know, it's all the 21 year olds. It's young, young, young people. And they're having fun and they should be, but you're 35. Like, why are you wanting to go hang out with 20 year olds? But people do. And that's fun to them. And I'm like, that just doesn't entertain me. That doesn't even entice me to go hang out with people that are literally in college and their mom pays their cell phone bill. Not loving it. Not loving it. Like, so I don't know. I just feel like the options when you start getting at a certain age is like, you better have a creative outlet. You better have some goals. You better have some personal self-worth because if not the bar and, you know, those types of energies are never going to bring you that fulfilling energy that you want. Is the hub where Nerf Gun Kelly was at? No, that place is called Tap Room. And that's like the only alternative bar in Louisville. That bar is like, 
where they have like live rock music and karaoke. That bar is actually kind of cool because they do all like live music and stuff. It, you know, Louisville's not Nashville. In Nashville, everywhere has live music, but in Louisville, like that's kind of rare. So, and it's like the grungy gothic kind of bar. So that's where people that like everyone has vans and Converse's and leather jackets on, like that's that bar. So there's only one bar like that. So that bar is always popping. It's always busy. And it's like grown adults because it's just like the tattooed crowd kind of vibe. Got you. Okay. But the, the hub, hub. like the, the like popular pop in. Like, it sounded a little preppy. So I was. That is. It's like a teeny bopper bar. And then people in my age that are like 32, 35 over here going to that bar every weekend and take and they have like a picture wall you know what I mean that has like lights and it says the hub and people be taking all these fix in front of it so I don't know I just think that's really how encouraging is that you're going to go to a place that the only people you're going to meet are like 20 year olds or 22 year olds like you know what I mean it'd be different if there was like some bougie nightclub where I could go meet some like fire people that are my age and like whatever but Louisville is not got that kind of scene. It's not LA. It's not like got an artsy, like it's not Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like Louisville has some music people that are coming up out of it, but Louisville is straight hood. Like it's hood up in here. And like a lot of the bars are like not it. I wish there was some kind of like scene or vibe here. I was just talking to my husband about how the aesthetic of girls here are either Mormon. Um, there is preppy country chic, like, and you know exactly what I'm talking about, like bedazzled booty, boots on, yeah. not about it. And then there are the girls that are like hella fucking country that are like, all I want to do is go mudding and like, I love fishing and, and like, I can't. And I can't find my people here and I'm really like we go out in the food truck right and so like I go like to festivals I see a bunch of different kind of people whatever can't find my fucking people and I even went to the goddess festival they had a goddess festival here and there were like people that like seemed chill but like then you start having a conversation and you're like your depth is completely aesthetic and there is like nothing behind that and that's what I was encountering and that fucking sucks too like it like it's like an aesthetic to be like spiritual or something instead of like having depth you know it's funny someone said the other day they said I stepped in your puddle and it wasn't that deep bro and I thought that was so funny talking about how people don't have depth he was like I stepped in your puddle and it wasn't that deep and I was like I'm gonna use that I was like I'm using that somewhere that's hilarious I love that because a lot of people are not that deep and that's my problem with connecting with people is because I consider myself to be like demisexual meaning that I have to have that like mind connection with you like I have to have some type of spiritually driven mental chemistry with you and it has to be like there because if it's not there it doesn't matter how much money you make how tall you are how big your dick is none of it none of that matters even though to some girls that's what they're looking for I'm looking for someone that I can have a straight emotional spiritual and like physical connection with that's not surface level that's super deep and super intricate and maybe is like one of those relationships with that people are like they don't understand it even right like 
those types of energies where it's like no one has to get it but us if I don't have that it's gonna be nothing because I just can't like it's just not hitting for me yeah and I feel like there has to be like emotional evolution on things too like if I have a conversation with you and you can't talk about your past without being like you know, I like taking accountability for things. I pay attention to that. If everything that you tell me was somebody else's fault and every ex that you've had is fucking crazy, you have problems and I'm going to run. I don't want anything to do with that. And also I like people who can actually communicate the actual feelings that they're having. Cause a lot of people only let you get so close and then they keep you at arm's way, but then they want to push and pull you. They want to push you closer, pull you away, you know, whatever. And I think that some people don't realize that they're doing that, that they're creating chaos, that they're creating unnecessary problems in a connection or really just miscommunication or misunderstandings for no reason because they're stuck in those same cycles that they've always been in. And that's why every relationship turns out very similar for them. Yikes. Talk about taking accountability. Another thing about any relationship, whether it's platonic or romantic, you can really only meet people from where you meet yourself either way. Like, yeah. So I just don't take anything personal. Like when people project their insecurity or fear or whatever onto me, like I posted something on my Snapchat and someone messaged me and was like, why would you post this? And I'm like, because it's my Snapchat. Like, Why the fuck wouldn't I? What, does that why would you say that? something? Yeah. Like, why would you post this? Like, I don't know, like, why would you write me? Like, you know, I mean, I have questions for you too, kind of thing. But like, people definitely are always projecting their everything onto someone else. I'm always saying too that, like, especially people who I feel like are inside the spiritual community, everybody's always doing shadow work around you. And that leads to people being like very overly sensitive about things, being aggressive about things, being emotional about things, whatever. And so I do also feel like there needs to be like a little bit of grace there too, where like people really do go through shit and like sometimes are people that like you're not going to get along with or something's taken the wrong way or something. So like if you have like established relationships, I feel like, giving grace makes sense because I think that there are some people okay I met somebody who took our podcast so fucking literal and is like somebody upset me so I don't talk to them anymore and I had to be like that's not what like we're ever saying when we're talking about like removing people who like are just not up to par no it's repeated behavior is going to be displayed through people's daily activity their daily representation of who they are as a person People only meet you from wherever they're meeting themselves. If time and time again, someone's leaving you out in the fucking rain, why do you keep making an excuse for them? Like, that's what we're saying. Like, quit making excuses for people and just sit back and watch what they would rather do. Don't tell them what to do, but just watch and observe them. It will tell you everything you need to know. It will answer every question you've ever had. And then you move differently with that information. Like, I don't always cut people completely out. Like Gemini might say that she never is going to talk to someone again. Me, I, I'm still that person. Like, I hope you're doing well, but I can't have a connection with you. 
Like, I, you know what I mean? Or I might leave you on read a few times. You keep writing me. Then I'll just break it all the way down for you. And I may block you at that point. Cause I feel like that's going to be best for you. Like that, you know, now the communication is completely cut off, but I'm also that person that like four months later unblocks you just cause like, I don't want to have that grudge. There is no grudge for me. It's just, I'm doing that more so for you so that you don't have the urge to continue to write me. So I am similar, but I take more time. Like I'm very quick to like cut it off and just be done with it. And like, I've already tried to say something and like, I'm over it, but I always end up like, a. it might take like a year, but I always end up being like, I want to reach out and just like, hope you do good. Or I just want to unblock so that if like you do look me up, you see that like, there's not animosity on my side. Like it's over with, it's done. Like, I don't want to hold on and be angry for things, but I also don't want to let people get away with things for an extended period of time to the point that like, they think it's okay to act brand new. I mean, honestly, I think the best thing for me was like when COVID happened, I just didn't talk to anyone. Like I just completely... Like I'd already cut a lot of people off in 2019, but 2020 really hit it different for me because I was like, you know what? Bye Felicia's. And I completely just was content with myself and my spirituality and tapping in with my spirit guides. Like I just delved into like a whole new realm of existing and did not care about the material or the physical world at all. And then the fact that they said we had to stay inside, I was like, let's go I was like could not have answered a prayer even better for me like I loved every minute of it except being told that I couldn't do certain things like because I'm a rebel like I didn't want to listen but then I was like you know what it's not that bad I'm gonna be inside I'll be in the crib let me stay indoors no problem let me know honestly like I love it I love it because I feel like where you were in 2020 is where I'm getting right now Honestly, right now, I think it's just so like exciting that we're closing this chapter of 2022. We started the podcast in May. It's been seven months. It's both our birthday month. I feel like May is a monumental time because it's like from start to finish, like so much is going to be happening this year. And it's amazing how quickly everything has like came together. Dude, I can't believe it's been seven months. Like I remember we were talking, you were like, we've had the podcast for six months. And I'm like, what? And I don't feel like we recorded all the episodes that we did, but I went back through. I wanted to tell you this because I was thinking about like where we've come and like appreciating like the journey that it's been. And I went back to our very first episode and I remember the first, like, I would say the first two episodes. And I've told you this, I was so nervous about us recording. Like you were so good at the way that you would talk and carry a conversation. And I get more like anxious and nervous. And I was like, she's so good at communicating. And like, I was in my own head and I remember that there was one episode that we did and I was like, okay, like I'm literally going to like channel while we have a conversation. And like, I'm just going to say the things that like naturally come out in the conversation. I'm not going to worry about if it sounds stupid. Like she doesn't care. She's not sitting there. Like, I can't believe this bitch is talking still. Um, and from there, I feel like it just got way better, way different. And 
I really, at first I thought I was going to really like guess with you because it would be like kind of a buffer and somebody else talking. And then I learned that I like the flow that you and I have. And I like the way that like we have different perspectives on things and I feel comfortable in our friendship now and like what we're doing and talking about that. I don't feel like I need to have a buffer to like fill in or something. And I don't second guess when I talk to you. You know, honestly, I feel like having a guest was a little too much because we both do like to talk. You know what I mean? Like we both do like to talk and then you throw someone else in there. And there was times where it was like, damn, like seven minutes have passed and I haven't said shit. I can't handle this anymore. Like I'm about to just, you know what I mean? Like flip this table over or something. Just kidding. But all the guests that we connected with were really cool. And it was cool because I felt like we were just kind of discovering what the podcast's intentions were and I think everyone especially like witchy wisdom some of the things we talked about on there with like the neurodivergent and like the Pluto um and Scorpio generation and different things like really carried through into different other conversations that we had um and I thought that was really beautiful that there was like this um frequency that we kind of set with the guest of the type of energy that we even shifted into because I feel like in the beginning we were just kind of getting people up to speed on like who we were and what we kind of stood for but now like we're getting into like these more vulnerable talk pop (laughs) I was gonna say popcorn for some reason vulnerable popcorn like topics and being able to go deeper into those topics, I think is what I'm most excited about. Because like, yeah, we've kind of touched on some core beliefs, but like we haven't really got deep, like you said, into any one topic of like, this is the real tea. Yeah, and you even had a suggestion, I feel like a couple of weeks ago where you were like, I want to talk about things like, what do we feel like happens when somebody dies and like the process that they're going through or like, you know, what our beliefs are on doing a reading for somebody that just passed away or, you know, whatever. And I thought those were super interesting questions to have because everybody has different perspectives on it. And I mean, everybody, no matter who you've like learned from or what you've read, everybody takes something different and sees and feels something different depending on their gift. And I think those are cool topics to get into also. Another thing that I want to say for anyone that is like involved in religion or has expectations with religion based on their family or the society that they're in, like I'm never disregarding like Jesus I'm just saying that Jesus wasn't white like so I know a lot of people like kind of think that we have like this this like bad energy or we don't like Jesus or that we don't believe in Jesus and I don't think that he is what we have been taught that he was I believe that you know what he was doing was very like spiritual and like very like natural but then he was punished for it like I don't believe he died for our sins I believe he died because he was a loose cannon or like uncontrollable if you will you know what I mean like it's like resurrecting people and bringing people back you know like different things that other people weren't doing and I think that that's what started the revolution against like the feminine energy and why Jesus had like his connections with like Mary Magdalene and like prostitutes and poor people and different things like Jesus wasn't a capitalist and so I just can't get behind the people who like give their whole life savings to a church or base their whole center around this 
money making machine that is religion and I just like want everybody to know because I've had a couple people in my family recently be like you know Jesus loves you right like and I'm like oh my god they're starting to find out that like we have this thing with Jesus and I'm like no I like believe in Jesus like Jesus was definitely a person I just don't believe that he was this white guy but I believe everything that you also that you just said and to further that I get the same thing because I do have merch like fuck your Jesus and whatever on my website. And it never is about like, fuck Jesus. It's about like people who think that what they're doing and their version of Jesus and spirituality and religion gives them the ability to judge you and shove things down your throat and heckle people about being gay or scream about abortion and protect pedophiles and whatever, all in the name of their Jesus. And so that version of Jesus, fuck that. And like, so that's where that comes from. I'm not a Jesus hater either. Like I, I have talked about like the spiritual experience that I had with like, you know, that whole death experience and then having your reading and whatever. And you know, feeling like I saw like Jesus in that death experience and then had your reading and you pulled the Jesus card and that just made me cry. And like, you know, I also have this podcast where I literally host people talking about religion and talking about like their experience with God or church or whatever. I have people who are literally like ministers and preaching. And then I also have people who have been through sexual abuse and religion, you know what I mean? So there's such a dichotomy, I feel like to you and I, with what we believe and we're not surface level people. So just taking an opinion because you assume something about us is why we have lick it like a lollipop. And to keep going is like, I am a person that, I know that my entire soul's purpose here is to question everything. Like my first note or my first word as a kid was no. Like I'm not here to like, just be like, okay, I'm going to believe everything I'm told. And I just encourage everyone to just have some like free thinking in your lifetime and like take away other people's expectations of you and other people's um, projections onto you especially when it comes to religion and sexuality and just like who you really are. And I know so many people are like, I wish I could do that. Or I wish I could wear that. Or I wish I could say that. And the fact is, is you're a grown ass adult and you can. And the only person that's stopping you from doing what you want to do is you. And I think that if people knew more about themselves they wouldn't be as quick to judge another person. It's the fact that we have been so separate from ourselves to worship, you know, the father, the son, the Holy spirit, whatever, to worship something that's like outside of us and to be obedient and to be in like in a control system. And, you know, I've really had these realizations about Christmas for one, not just, you know, all the traditions are, are made up and, and kind of stolen from paganism, but the fact that, you're telling me that, for one, people give all this money and donations to churches on Sundays and churches don't pay taxes, which is just weird. Then you're telling me that 
everyone celebrates Christmas, even though not everyone's religious or even believes these stories or even cares about these stories. And then you're telling me that we spend all of this money on like wrapping paper and all, you know how much money the wrapping paper industry makes once a year, like billions, like they don't have to do anything else. It's just like, you can't tell me that this whole system wasn't set up by some white rich guy. Like the whole fucking system feels like a fucking scam because it's like, why are people who are not even practicing said religion supporting and celebrating this very consumerist capitalist holiday? And then like, the church in itself really pushes it with like all these programs and plays and, you know, it's just like, doesn't all add up to me at all. And the more that I kind of sat back and watched everyone like fight over the internet, like there were so many people that were upset of people posting photos with presents under their tree, like Cardi B was like wrapped around the room it just gets a little obnoxious. Like we know you're rich, but kind of like get off your high horse. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like, that is not what Christmas is about. I, I have multiple opinions on this. So in one aspect, I think that there is like, you know, the, like every other kid is getting presents and whatever. So like, I'm going to get my kids something but also he gets clothes for Christmas and like if other people get him something then cool. But I think that I watch parents stress out about getting these expensive ass fucking things for their kids. And I will tell you that as a parent, your kid thinks it's cool to unwrap the present, looks at it and then puts it aside and you sit there and you're like, so I just spent money on that. Like there is literally not a fucking point. I get him clothes because He's going to need that regardless. And it's just a time to do it. So he feels like he's, you know, feeling important or whatever. And I see people around me who are like, oh, I don't have any money because I just bought everybody gifts and people who like, oh, I've got to go and get a candle for my mailman and all this shit. Why are you going broke so that you can give somebody a fucking gift that doesn't remember that you're the person that gave them a gift in a week? Oh, I don't know where I got that candle from. I really don't understand why people feel so obligated. If someone gives you a gift, you don't owe them anything in return. It's if you want to. It's about being generous because you want to, not because you feel obligated, not because it's expected, not because it's, that's what I'm saying. Like the whole thing has became very fraudulent in my eyes because now it's not about the joy of, it's not about the joy of giving. There may be a small percentage of people that thoroughly really enjoy Christmas for like the genuine hype of it, of like making people feel good with gifts or whatever. But like, there's a other 85% of us that are like very stressed, very upset, very triggered, etc. And I just opted out this year. Like all together last year, I gave my inner child a huge Christmas. Like last year, as silly as it sounds, like my mom came into town in like November and she wrapped all my presents that I bought myself and, and they were all under the tree. And Christmas morning, me and my cats had a whole thing, a whole, a whole entourage. And they loved all the paper and the bags. And like, we just had a great time. And it was so healing that this year, I just didn't even care at all. Like, I did not care at all about just 
doing all the extra, like, you know, going a bunch of places, doing a bunch of things, seeing a bunch of people that I only see once a year, getting them a gift for absolutely no reason. Like, I don't know. I just shifted my whole perspective on things this year. I will say that this was one of the best Christmases that I've had in a very long time. So we were only going to spend two days with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, but there ended up being a snowstorm and they live in the mountains. So we went two days early. So we were there for four days and we stayed at their house. Like it was all good vibes. There was stuff that happened, but it had nothing to do with family. It was like outside source. Like my brother-in-law's car got towed off the mountain. So they had to go get the car and like, that was dramatic or whatever, but it had nothing to do with the family. And it was the first Christmas that I've had in a really long time where there was just such a vibe. And like my sister-in-law and I were like making videos for TikTok together and like making food. And it was like, it was so fucking good. But I was telling you earlier that I was reflecting on like the relationships that different people have and expectations that people have in others that I think really affects relationships because, you know, at first, like my brother-in-law's personality really like rubbed me some way. And then I realized that it was only because I felt that like, he was aggressive in the way that he spoke or whatever, but that's literally just how he speaks and who he is as a person. And so having a problem with that is like, that's pointless. That's not something that he's doing on purpose. So letting that trigger me, that's not his fucking problem. That's my problem because that's who he is as a person and like just different ways of communication and stuff. And I think that's, what's made it so beautiful is that all of us have had to do that with each other and have made a consistent effort. And that's the difference to me between people that are toxic that you don't get along with and people that just trigger you in some kind of way that makes you evolve. Honestly, I think that we have to be met with every level of awareness when it comes to family and even extended family, because so many people treat family like shit and then we'll treat a stranger nice like I've seen people and especially children these days talk to their parents freaking crazy and when I was young I was genuinely scared of my mom until I was about 11 or 12 and then I was like all right I'm gonna punch you if you get you know what I mean my mom like when I was younger though like I was like legitimately intimidated by my parents at like seven I would have never screamed something crazy at her in a store or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like nowadays, I, some of the stuff I see, especially in public, people I don't know, blows my mind. I'm not judging people, but I feel like so much of it is to blame on technology and just like, here, turn this on. Here, watch this. Here, play this. You know, and not actually having that nature or outside stimulation or an imaginary freaking friend or anything. It's just like, here, here's an iPad. Like I saw so many kids this year, like seven-year-olds get iPhones and I'm just like, it's not okay. It's gross to me. That's, and I, and I will say like some people do it. Like if your kid plays sports, that's the only exception I have, because I understand that like with sports, like having communication with your kid after school is important. But other than that, if your kid just has an iPhone, just so they'll shut the fuck up. Nope. No, thanks. Not it. Dude. Literally, I just started shuffling your deck. The light is a feather. Right as you said that, it said outside opinions equals noise. 
literally people can do whatever they want to do but i'm gonna tell you i ain't doing that fear attracts fear love attracts love which do you choose hey i am just so happy that we are ending our year um with gratitude and just so much support i know that we've both transitioned individually and together this year with our patreons the podcast you know a lot of the interviews that we did together we were on the fire lotus witch podcast we were on vibing with sleazy we were on link up so it's cool that our journey together is really just beginning and i really want everyone that is listening to know that everything that you want is on the other side of fear and I'd probably am going to say that every day for the rest of my life because it's so true. And you can just look at us and see how far we've grown, even since you've met us or came across our podcast, or our journeys. And then looking back on your own journey, you will then be able to see that same growth in yourself. But you have to start. Yeah, I recommend that if you guys haven't gone back in like your photos and videos from the beginning of the year seriously go through and then just like scroll and just see like the evolution that you've done. Cause you've documented your journey. And I feel like when we're in it, we don't even realize how much growth things are. Or when you look back and like a moment was super tough, you're like, holy fuck. And this was the outcome. And I never could have guessed that that was going to happen. And it just makes you have just a little bit more like faith in the fact that everything works itself out. And when you trust in the universe and you trust in the divine plan, knowing that there is obstacles and there is setbacks and like, I don't always get what I want. And Gemini doesn't always get what she wants, but that doesn't mean that my life sucks or that, you know, I have to just throw a fit and like scream in the middle of target at the top of my lungs. Like, no, like, you know, you just kind of like, you take the punches and you keep rolling. Like, you're not going to just stop everything because of one setback and if you do it wasn't meant for you if one setback will stop you or hinder you from continuing then it's not meant for you and that's how you're gonna know and I think that if you don't have that urge to push forward then it's time to do some soul searching and dive in into what inspires you and what drives you and what type of people you would like to see in your life even if you don't know one motherfucker like that think about what type of people you want in your life because I'll be honest I didn't ever have any friends that I would have done anything productive with. Like I've had friends that are great friends and and brought a lot of great things in my life. But as far as like, let's sit down and commit to recording every week or let's commit to this business or this idea. I've never had anyone in my life that has encouraged me in those ways. So that's what I want to do because they say, become the person that you needed when you were younger. So that's what I do. I always try to leave people from my readings with some type of inspiration that they can turn into action because the only way that they're going to move forward is if they're inspired by their own actions. Yeah. I've always loved that is leaving people with something that they can be turning into action after their reading and something that they can actually be doing instead of being like, well, these are all the things that are going wrong right now. So I hope it works out. Exactly. And I think that spirit will always lead you where you need to go. You don't have to worry as much and you really don't need all the answers either. You just have to show up. Yes. And I also just want everybody thinking too, 
about what you were talking about with the timelines on things. That's something that's like literally just like changed my reality is that timelines are unrealistic and it's going to happen when it happens. So just take the time that you need to, to make it right, to do it. You do it when you have energy, you do it on the days that you can, you, you know, whatever. And it works out how it's going to work out. And every single time that we're like supposed to record and something comes up and we don't record and we're just super relaxed about it. There's a reason that it didn't like us not recording that episode before you went to your mom's. There was a reason. Well, honestly, I think that we've been just recording things and then posting them pretty much like the next day. And that's been cool because then it's like really relevant. It's been keeping up with the holiday timeline, the winter solstice timeline. Like we're literally recording every single week for you all. We are not recording in advance. Every time we say that we're going to do two episodes, we don't. Every single time we're like, yeah, we'll do two tonight. We never do. We never do. But I'm just blessed that we're going into 2023 with a big vision and a community vision and anyone who has joined the patreon that's on our um on our life because once you're on the patreon i feel like then you're just in my life like now we're friends yeah. on Facebook. now we're friends here now you have my number like now i'm at your son's birthday party or whatever like it's just like out of nowhere you've forged your way into my reality and now here you are now i'm like texting you at 3 a.m no I really, I seriously love the people that end up joining Patreon too. And I find that they're always the people who are the most supportive about everything. Like they're paying to have like extra and see extra and see what you're doing. And I like the feedback because I like doing new kinds of content and new things and like researching new things, like talking about new things. That's my shit. And so I like that the people that are on Patreon are always like giving recommendations about like, you should do this. Or I found this true crime story or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And actually I have a couple interviews planned with people um, on the Patreon to do some behind the scenes stuff. So I'm excited. I have a lot of ideas, but I've just been resting and collecting them all as you should and that's something that like I said that's something I'm really gonna be working on with 2023 is like having the big ideas and putting things into place before executing instead of doing it and then be like I'll build there because it puts unrealistic expectations on myself too and then that's when I feel rushed and I don't like feeling rushed on projects that people like it's all pressure on myself because people watching it don't know that I plan on it being this thing. They're just enjoying what it is in the moment. Yeah. And honestly, like we hold ourselves to a different standard than like other people hold us to. I have a very high expectation of myself. I know you're hard <laughs> on yourself. Honestly, I have been wearing myself thin. So the last few days being able to rest and not feel guilty about it and like just be off work and like not be doing readings or just be chilling. It's been so amazing. Like peace is so important to me and just feeling at peace is the most important thing. Yep. Well, I'm excited to be expanding on the peace for myself. Well, everyone, this is our final episode of 2022. Um, I just looked at the bottom of your deck because I was going to set it down and it's let go of all programs and belief about your self-worth. Period.
Okay. So I'm, about to, I'm about to. I'm about to make another Oracle deck tonight. I feel it coming. I'm feeling. I it. told you we need to drop one. Let's go. Let's go, bitch. Where are you gonna do merch? We need to get Jason to do the artwork. We do need. We gotta. I can message in the group chat because I have ideas. Let me text you. Ooh, baby. Okay. All right, so we are going to start episode one with Q&A. Our episode, season two, episode one is going to be a Q&A. And it's going to be the second week of January. So you have two weeks to send us stuff on our website. Message us, whatever. Please email it to us or send it on the website. It can be about our childhood. It can be about our personal beliefs. It can be about whatever that you want to hear about it could be like what's the craziest message you've ever received or what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you or like whatever and you can really find out more than you've ever known than I've ever known that I was going to tell people probably yeah yeah I'm here for it I I love questions and I love diving into things so season one is concluding and tell me why the second Wednesday of January is January 11th and in my head I was like we're gonna drop it on 111 I knew we would my first interview with Bunny dropped on 111 I knew it how on fire is that that's incredible I also screenshotted today um because I had 111,000 views on a video and then 111 comments um 11 saves and 11 shares period so, you know, hey. that's so cool because earlier I was gonna say it didn't matter to me I wanted to drop it on the 11th regardless if it was a Wednesday or not but it's a freaking Wednesday so we're going to give you all two weeks to send us as much as you want it can be one at a time it can be 10 at a time just send us some stuff and we will appreciate it yeah, I'm hella excited. All right. Well, this is the season finale of Look It Like a Lollipop, and we are just ready for chapter two. Yeah. Make sure you guys go to our website. It is linked in the description on whatever platform that you're listening on. Share it with your friends. Lollipoppodcast.com. Hey. And we'll see you next time in Candyland, and it will be 2023. Bye. See you next year. Bye.